One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Amstar for another edition of Four Center, the big show, the main show, the superstar destroyer of our fleet, the Dark Lord of the Sith of our empire. We are here, episode 101, as we build towards episode 200 and beyond. Thanks again for all the uh, nice words about episode 100 last week. We appreciate them. 
With me, as always, is Joseph Scrimshaw and Jennifer Landa. I am very happy to be here on our Dark Lord of the Sith show. I like that, because it <laughs> yeah. sounds like they're two main shows. Or yes. not. Oh, which one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is the real Sith show? This is the goth show. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see a dark goth of the Sith, now, for yeah. sure. Yeah. No, I'm not a lord. I'm just a goth. I'm just a goth. I'm more into it for the fashion. <laughs> I don't believe in actual evil. I just think bats are cool. Get off my case. But yeah, we <laughs> such a great intro, Ken. We've got a Sithy gothy topic Sithy today. Gothy. We do. We are going to be asking a very important question. Will we ever see Forced Ghost Anakin again? And does Forced Ghost Anakin even exist? And what is the legacy and the long shadow of Darth Vader uh, in the Star Wars story going forward? And so far... We know he's there, but what does it really mean? And who's using that name to put forth their own goals? And who's using the name because they really believe in it? And, you know, what would Anakin say? Well, the people are trying to use his name for evil (laughs) now. Yeah. There's a lot of questions, Joseph, about Darth Vader in Star Wars, as there should be. Exactly, yes. And I'm so glad this is one that's really uh, sort of bubbling in the fan community right now. So we just want to dig right in. So I want to start with the assumption that Mm -hmm. we have all made and perhaps made asses of ourselves (laughs) does anakin's force ghost even exist because there's always the great and Mm -hmm. fun discussion of okay well now we know that yoda and obi-wan studied you needed to be selfless in order to become a force ghost it's this Mm -hmm. whole process but then anakin does appear at return at the end of return of the jedi his body doesn't disappear right he's never trained Mm -hmm. he did die doing a selfless act of saving luke right but we don't have any other confirmation in canon that he is a force ghost in the same way that Yoda and Obi-Wan are. So I want to start there. Do you guys think that force ghost Anakin exists? Or was this just like, real quick, before I disappear into the force, see ya. Yeah. I, I think I never really thought about it until now. And I don't know where, if you, where you come down on it, Jennifer. I would just naturally think, yeah, he's a force ghost. Knowing that Papa George occasionally does and has done some things that kind of <laughs> cause some problems for yeah. the rest of the Star Wars writers and creators and producers <laughs> to answer. Yep. And a lot of that sometimes, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> there's, I was rewatching New Hope and Empire Strikes Back with my girlfriend and, and she's a Star Wars fan. She's not, you know, a, a newbie to this and she, but she has some really good questions. And sometimes the answer was, um, cause, um, George did it. <laughs> That's George, sometimes the way it is. He just right. changed his mind or hadn't decided yet. So or, we yeah. do know now, Jennifer, to be a force ghost, it takes something. You don't just do it right. like good old Anakin seemed to do. Yeah, I just I just always think about when I was a kid. Of course, you know, Anakin force ghosts exist because he's there in the, at the end of the film. Granted, he's, you know, Sebastian Shaw, the yeah. older version, so that kind of <laughs> threw me for a loop. Right. Uh, that's a whole other discussion that we might continue yeah. on. Yeah, be part of this, yes. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But I, I never for a moment questioned. It was this, this new stuff where I was like, oh, shoot, maybe he doesn't exist. How would he have known? Uh, yeah. So I'm going to believe that he exists. Okay. Yeah, and I'll put my money down on believing he exists, and they'll find a way to make sense of what we saw. Okay. Right. Yeah, I think that maybe the 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 great from a certain point of view book that finally had some more juicy canon about Force ghosts, mm-hmm. uh, where it was just, you know this very serene, peaceful thing to be a part of the Force, and you could with effort come back to mm-hmm. discuss something with someone and have your corporeal existence. Yeah. That maybe Anakin is capable of that, but he just maybe hasn't done it yet. Mm-hmm. Is, is kind of fascinating to me. Right. Uh, assuming that he is a force ghost, that he does exist as Anakin, mm-hmm. is he is he just racked with guilt? 
How does he move on? Like, how does Anakin, like, not I, even uh, to other people, but just yeah. for himself? I, I think if you were to write the story of Force Ghost Anakin, the first couple chapters would be him sitting around going, wow, what did I do? Yeah. Because you see with uh, Qui-Gon, it, 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 in the, from a certain point of view, and you see with Obi-Wan upon his death again, and from a certain point of view, there's, there's thoughts there. You know, it's all yeah. there. And he's flashing back to stuff in the past that flashback to him and Owen Lars fighting off some like raiders on the, on, on Tatooine. And it's all there. So you're aware of what's going on. So as he's dying and having this moment of, of his son crying on his face, which is written so great in the Return of the Jedi novel, by the way. Yeah. Um, go back to, to 83 and read that there. Um, I, I think, yeah, I think in short, Vader or Anakin's like, oh, damn it. Yeah. What did I do? Yeah. How how do you imagine that existence? Jennifer? Yeah. I think it would be very challenging, especially initially, is that he would feel a tremendous amount of guilt. I Like father, like son. Look at mm-hmm. Luke, how much guilt he had. Good yeah. Lord. You know, yeah. and Anakin <laughs> would have a lot more um, to deal with. And I think he would also, maybe it might want him to make right. And it might make, which we might be talking about later, uh, you know, want to go and be like, hey, guys, I know you're using my, you're using my name. <laughs> let, let me tell you something. Knock that off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And that's, I think that brings up that great question, uh, which you are going to talk a little bit about the, mm-hmm. the difference between Anakin and Vader. Because right. people talk about it. It's like, well, they're different yeah. entities. Once Vader, you know, once mm-hmm. he succumbed into the dark side, he became Vader and he killed mm-hmm. Anakin. So is it more like Anakin's like, Oh, I saved my son and suddenly woke up and like, I have vague memories. Like, <laughs> yeah. that was a good, like, 19 years of blackout drunk yeah. evil that yeah. I don't fully remember. Like, I kind of remember some yeah. things. Yeah, I, I, I choose what it's hard. Yeah, I, I think Vader is Vader, right? I mean, yeah. we get that kind of clear. But I still believe what Luke's saying. That they're still good in him. So I, Anakin never fully died. Yeah, yeah. and I believe yes. what Padme believed. There's always, still good. Still good in yeah. him. Mm-hmm. And that uh, over time, it, it's easy for Obi-Wan, especially if he has a final confrontation we haven't seen yet on film. Obi-Wan movie, Obi-Wan movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, where <laughs> I can see Ben Kenobi now going, uh, he's, you know, more evil, machine, yeah. twisted, blah, blah, blah. But I, I, so I choose to believe those separate that when... Like George says, that the reason you see Hayden now, that was his last pure bean, yeah, and that's right. why. I don't yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. I don't think there should be a separation. I think Anakin yeah. was always underneath. And Jennifer, I super agree with the idea of redemption. So, like, now that we know that Force Ghosts can have some sort of impact, yeah. possibly, maybe that's just a thing Yoda can do, right. uh, but it is great to think of almost like... Um, humanitarian Anakin spirit floating yeah. through the galaxy and just yes. like almost like even a superhero like a land speeder is about to hit a kid but it mysteriously <laughs> veers off and just like yes. all of these strange human like the crops aren't growing because yeah. there's been no rain Myst- we saw a young weird dude in a robe glowing and then they grew <laughs> raining yeah. I love that I love yeah. that four center soup kitchen Anakin <laughs> just Aww. out there doing good deeds that's great love that <laughs> Wizard force goes on. <laughs> and then he whispers. Yeah, the one wizard. Is wizard. <laughs> Witnesses say they heard someone whisper, <laughs> wizard. <laughs> only nice wind. people win pod races now. It's yeah, lo- yeah local strange. Tatooine resident Kitster Benai claims it's his old pod racing friend, <laughs> oh go- gone some 60 years. Jeez, that, yeah, that's amazing to think about. Um, wow. So uh, we also yeah, had a, yeah. one of the things that kicked off this uh, whole discussion is that we got a great question uh, from Joshua Thorne, a listener on Facebook, about 
Anakin's impact on Luke, which is an obvious thing to discuss. Uh, Joshua said, hey, guys, so I was wondering what you all think Anakin's Force Ghost's influence on Luke might have been. From my understanding, there hasn't been anything much in Force Ghost after Return of the Jedi, uh, but I cannot wait for those pieces of canon to come out. We, we did get a little bit uh, in the from sort of certain point of view that we've been talking about. Uh, personally, Joshua says, I bet Anakin is a strong factor in Luke believing the Jedi Order must come to an end and part of the reason Luke has turned himself off from the Force. Hmm. What do you guys think about that? Hmm. I think so. I think the way you hear Luke speaking in The Last Jedi, it's it's like Rey who has to remind him, yeah, but you, you saved that guy, didn't you? <laughs> like, didn't I hear yeah. some things about you saving it? Yeah, I think... Um, and, and and the fact that Vader is an is a, a, a kind of a, a, a insignia or a image a Batman logo in the sky for a lot of bad people, you know, yeah. the acolytes of beyond in the in the aftermath book, I think that could factor into Luke saying all of it just kind of needs to go away. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I Jennifer, what do you think? I think that Luke might, in some sense, yeah, blame the Jedi Order, and uh, you know, a little bit for allowing. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I want to say pushing Anakin to being more susceptible to Palpatine's manipulations mm-hmm. and the rigidness. Um, so I think that there is a part of him that, yeah, would uh, kind of empathize with his father, yeah, um, and make him turn his back on the Jedi Order. Um, and I also wonder, though, if Anakin Force Ghost influence on him, he would counsel his son, Luke, and being like, you, you saved me. You redeemed me. Yeah. You still, you have this incredible ability. You need to, to go, you can't just be living on this island. You have to use that. Yeah. And maybe propel him to action. I yeah. don't know. No, I think these are great thoughts. I mean, I think like the actual life of Anakin, I think everything you're saying is is. Right, I think the the way that scripted dis- when he says it was a Jedi who trained and created Darth Vader. Yes, mm-hmm. that's a big old middle Jedi finger to Obi Wan. It's just <laughs> yeah, given right. he created him. Right, I, I think he's projecting because I think he feels like he accidentally created Kylo Ren and it makes him feel better. To yeah, it, it, Obi Wan did it too. Self loathing. Yeah, like, yeah. Yoda lost the, Dooku too. So you know what? Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Kind of, that's true. That's true. Not not in the training period. Forgotten but, all this is the legacy of Dooku. Yeah, yes. of Dooku. But I. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, there's so much juicy stuff there about Anakin's Invader's legacy as uh, in our, our corporeal world, mm-hmm. not our real world. I know the difference between reality and Star Wars. <laughs> but I don't, I like the story that yeah. Anakin's Force Ghost did not visit Luke mm-hmm. because I feel like he, Luke would have learned the superpower of self-forgiveness because who else could teach it better? Like, yeah. And Luke's like, I thought for a half a second mm-hmm. instinctually about in order to defend the galaxy about striking down Ben. And so I feel like his father would go like, I killed everybody for 19 years and you forgave me. Let me teach you about self-forgiveness. Well, this goes to your first question of, is there even a force ghost Anakin? And and again, I, I would think so, but I'm not anticipating seeing him because of this type of stuff. What kind of conversation? Now we know Luke shut himself off with the force, but you're right. I think it would have ended some things and it would have answered some questions. Just like if Kylo bends the knee and puts his mask down and says, grandfather, help me. And all of a sudden like, hi, I'm your grandfather. (laughs) What are you doing? Nutball? Like, no, (laughs) this isn't it. (laughs) Let me tell you, you're on the wrong path. The guy in the gold robe is your enemy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and Hey, maybe Anakin did. And there was, confusion but i don't think so because kylo has this blind obsession with darth vader as right. does snoke in a way yeah and you have to look at anakin is uh a, a, a weak fool 
mm-hmm. and that Vader is is the truth if you if you yeah, look yeah. at it that way. Yeah, I, mean, I think there's something really interesting too if you accept uh, Anakin as the chosen one, right? And that his destiny was to bring balance to the Force, and to do that, he did that by ending the Sith, which is both right. killing Vader and Palpatine in one shaft toss. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. That it in Luke says, I really like that Luke just says in Last Jedi, and for a long time there was balance. Yeah. So there's to me there's a reason to think like, well, Anakin's soul was at peace because he mm. took this horrible road to get there, but yeah. he fulfilled the prophecy, and now there's balance. Mm-hmm. That 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 could be true, and then there's just you you could go relax and think 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 about some things, Anakin, yeah. and you you <laughs> you earned yeah. your just, you earned your rest. Just go yeah. chill. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Jennifer, what do you think about uh, Anakin appearing to either Luke or Kylo as a Force ghost? I like the idea of him appearing to to Kylo Ren because I I would love for him to to do that, to knock some Mm -hmm. sense into him and for Kylo Ren to say no. And that would that would really solidify Mm. Kylo Ren as an as not being redeemed, as truly evil, more evil than his grandfather. Right. And that would be interesting to see. Like tripling down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and also then kind of like recognizing like, oh, I was like idolizing this this man and Mm -hmm. he's weak. Yeah. You know? And kind of elevating himself to being like, I am the all powerful. Right. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah, I mean, that's, there's so much power in that scene of Kylo talking to the helmet and, and, you know, saying he feels the pull to the weakness and, like, show me again, grandfather. Mm-hmm. It, that it is a really interesting thought of, like, is it just artifacts? Is he just going to the Darth Vader Museum and saying, yeah. teach me about the darkness again? Or does any does Kylo think he's being visited by the spirit of Vader, which upsets the apple cart of four spirits entirely because oh. they're... You become them by being selfless, right? I mean, it could be Snoke, you know, mm. pretending to pretending. be the if spirit he can, of Vader. Yeah, connects Ray and Kylo's minds. Maybe he's got some other powers, you know, that we haven't seen in a book yet. So you know, they don't count. <laughs> um, that sitting there, yeah, maybe not. You know, figure not literally whispering in the corner, "I'm Darth Vader," but like maybe Kylo could have been getting some mixed messages and wrong, or. Maybe somehow he was communicating with another form, you know, maybe yeah. some Sith kind of evil here. You know, you're Ooh, playing with a Ouija board yeah. and maybe some kind of alternate Vader is saying, hey, complete the mission. And that mission includes destroying your master and taking it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Maybe that could have influenced Kylo in some way. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, That's and interesting. I, I do like the idea also, like, now we've got that kyber crystals are just sentient. Right. But there have still been little bits and pieces in canon about how objects retain some power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, Darth Vader's helmet has got to be pretty evil. So maybe he is just getting... You know? Well, yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. You, you just made me think of the, the Acolytes of Beyond again in Aftermath. That's the thing. The masks. Yeah. These Sith masks have, have, power. have the power. We think of Vader's mask as having yet yeah, looks cool and it's iconic to us in the real world here. But in story, it's uh, it, it kept them alive. But maybe it, there's something to this power and these masks and the power of the dark side kind of affecting you. And maybe there's some kind of residual there to that mask. Yeah. Mm. I like that image of almost like putting your hands up to like a, a heater. Like he's just putting his hands up to the helmet and you're just give me a little, I'm just feeling so light. Just give me a little of the yeah. darkness. Yeah. Would you want that, Jennifer? Would you want to see like what we know in canon so far, just be turned on its head by a full Vader spirit appearing and saying like, you know, maybe you, maybe someday Kylo, you will see the spirit of Anakin, but I am mm. the spirit of Vader and you must right. fulfill my destiny. Would you want that? Or is that a betrayal of, 
I, you know, I would not mind it just because I know that they would tell it in an interesting way, but right. I think it would so upend our fandom. Uh, you know, <laughs> I just don't think that they'd be able, if they couldn't handle Leia with force abilities, <laughs> I don't think they're going to be able to handle, you know, Vader force spirit. Yeah. If, if it was straight, like, Vader, like if it was really Vader, but going back to what I was saying, or thinking of um, the lost missions from Clone Wars when, you know, was it a Bane, Bane shows up? Yeah. Mm. And talks to Yoda, and it's it's Bane, but it's not Bane. It's this, it's that. It's some kind of Sith haunting. Sith right. haunting. Yeah. There, I could really be excited by that. Yeah. Because I really would like to see Vader's castle come yeah. into play yes, yeah. at some point. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um so uh, I also want to talk a little bit about the person who gets left out too much in this family mm-hmm. dynamic, which is Leia. Yeah. Mm. So again, if we go with the idea that Anakin does exist as a Force ghost, mm-hmm. what what would he say to Leia? Hmm. Or would right. Leia want to talk to him? Or do you believe that... I, I know there's some fan theory about you have to be powerful in the Force to be able to see a Force ghost. It's not just how powerful is a Force ghost. Right. It's how powerful is the receiver of the Force ghost message. Right, right, right. That makes some sense. Uh, makes some sense. Maybe why, you know, Ben could only his voice was heard in the X Wing stuff like yeah. that. Maybe Luke wasn't ready for it. I don't know. Yeah, um, I I would think that Leia is just naturally enough power. If that held true, that 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 she could see him. I I think depending on when Leia at what point of her life she'd want to have that conversation. Yeah. Right. Now maybe more than before. Yeah. Even in the events of Bloodline. When it was discovered who she was, the daughter of Vader, which is yeah. something that still hangs over the story, you know, I think I think we'll, we might still find that as in in a novel or something yeah. where people are like we don't want to help you, you're Vader's kid. So I think she'd have some questions. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. Jennifer, how do you think Leia would respond to her dad, her super young dad, appearing, mm. yeah. blue shimmering, and saying, "Look, I've done a lot of bad things, many of them directly to you and your friends, right? Yeah, uh, but I'm real sorry." I think that she'd have a lot of anger. Uh, 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 towards him. I think that the only way that he would appear is if she really needed closure or peace about something. But And mm-hmm. I have not finished Bloodline, I think I'm like halfway through. I, is there anything in there where she's like longing to talk to her father or has like any sort of, I don't know. There's um, some stuff where anger. it really, uh, and you might have got to this, there's I think a few passages that is really Leia remembering what Luke really wanted her to know. Mm-hmm. Mm. That he did come back to himself and that you know, his yeah. last yeah. words were basically tell your sister you were you were right and that he was really a good, good man who who lost his way, but he came back and that's so amazing to come right. back from such darkness mm. and that he really wanted her to know that. So it's kind of like a, uh, like take Luke's word for it, yeah. I guess. Right. Yeah, because she has such a strong connection to Bale and Breha again as exactly. well. And that's, that's through Bloodline and all through the Le- Leia Princess of, of Alderaan. So would it be that kind of like, you weren't my, you weren't my father anyway. You weren't right. there. Because in, in Bloodline, she remembers the grip of his hand on her shoulders as, as she watched Alderaan being destroyed. Yeah. And he made her watch it, you know, not knowing who she was at the time and she didn't know who he was. But yeah, so it would, it would be... Uh, it would be the most Carrie Fisher like Leia conversation. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's very interesting to think of of how that conversation would go. But again, yeah. like from what we got have in canon so far, that also makes me think like even if Anakin does exist and can appear in the future, that maybe he hasn't right. in the story that we know up up yeah. to now. Uh, if you were visited as an actual human by Anakin's Force ghost, what would you ask him? Mm. 
<laughs> well, right now, I'm, oof. Be, be like, I think I'm too far into this fandom. I think I'm going to pull out a little bit here. <laughs> you would uh, check your, your water to see. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see the size of that chicken. Um, <laughs> look, I, I, I think I, I would ask him, um, there's be a kind of a silly question, Jennifer, like, um, how's it hanging out with Yoda and Obi Wan? Like, what do you guys yeah. do? Like, you know, what's going on there? You guys communing? Is Qui Gon there? Do you remember Qui Gon? Right. Uh, those kind of Star Wars questions. But then I think, uh, I think I would have to ask him a little bit of, you know, wh- why, why did he stay evil? Because I think yeah. we're learning in new canon that there's still that battle, that battle, that the memories of Snips and Ahsoka and and. And always kind of knowing the Emperor was testing him and him always kind of working against the Emperor, keeping the information secret that he knew who Luke Skywalker was before the Emperor did. Um, that's kind of all come out in new canon. Like, but, that, but then you stayed. Yeah. You, did you feel you had to? Did you feel bad? Yeah. Like father, like son, like you said, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would want to ask him, you know, if looking back, would you want to do it differently. And, you know, a lot of times people that have had, you know, uh, fraught lives and, and things mm-hmm. that, are, that are bad in their lives, they said, no, I would not do anything differently because I learned a lot of lessons or it led to other positive things. So I, I would be curious to know, would he redo it? Would he, w- or would he want to change and, and not, you know, fall to the dark side? I don't know. Yeah. I, I would mm-hmm. be curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I would just sort of ask him about his relationships. Like, yeah. if he had perspective on his relationship with Padme. Mm. Like, now that he, you know, has come around to, uh, you know, realizing that he, he, you know, he did some real bad things. But that he was so trying, maybe he loved her, but he was trying to possess her. And then it was more about yeah. his own loss than about her dying mm-hmm. that uh, that was what caused him to fall to the dark side and like basically almost like a radio talk show like about dating of like yeah. do you realize how dysfunctional yeah. your romance with Padme was and like right. see what kind of insights he has yeah. there you'd yeah. like counsel him basically it's a little bit of counseling like but also just a little bit of that like you know, were you, how how much did you know, and when did you know it, right, yeah. Mr. Anakin, uh, <laughs> about like your emotional state? And I, you know, I think the mm. compelling thing about that story of why does he stay evil is just that uh, that strangely human thing. It's it's weird to say human when you're talking about you know an armor clad sure. murderer. Uh, but if I admit one thing I did wrong, yeah, I have to face this mountain of what I've done. Yeah. So if I suddenly go, oh, I'll, I'll be. Okay, and now I'm going to turn good. I'm going to have to look back on those five yep. years of evil that I did and accept them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a bad. I made a choice, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> it's a, it is a very, very bad one. I would also ask him. This is kind of jokey, but it would clear up some Star Wars canon. I would ask him if he feels dumb that he didn't find Luke when Luke had his same name. Yeah, where he was like, yes. And like, there's stuff in canon where it's like, oh, that's clever that Obi Wan hit him where he knew I would never look. Yeah, but he's like, do you feel dumb? Yeah, did a little bit. You, yeah, did you not notice that Leia looks a lot like Padme yeah. and is in the same career path? Did yeah. you just if, not notice? If Panaka could recognize her. <laughs> yeah. Are you dumber than Panaka? Yeah. <laughs> that would be a fun thing to ask. All right. Uh, so now we talked a little bit about Anakin Force Ghost in general and if it exists and how it exists. Now I want to talk a little bit about uh, the shadow of Vader and Anakin both in The Last Jedi and moving forward. Right. We touched on it a little bit. Do we want to see Anakin in Episode Nine? 
I mean, I get this a lot, you yeah. know, and we get all get a lot here on Twitter. And going into the Last Jedi, that was a big question, right? and there was there was uh, rumors of Force ghosts well before, you know, yeah. Yoda, Obi Wan, Qui Gon, all of them. Uh, and then when the stuff came out about Hayden, maybe I still think now for Galaxy's Edge, along with oh, okay. unless he's in Rebels, yeah. um, uh, I I am on board with seeing him, but more in some of the ways we are describing, not to put us above any of the creators of Star Group, they'll handle it right. But I think a lot of people, and it's not wrong, but I think a lot of people want to see it because it's just, it's Vader and let's, you know, Force Ghosts, like, what does that even really mean, you know? And we're seeing, we're learning new things about Force Ghosts. Yoda even brought new things to the table. I think Luke's going to be there. I think Snoke could be there even, you know, an afterlife fight. Not a Force Ghost fight, but there could be other things going on. If you see some of that concept art for The Last Jedi and Force Awakens, where Luke was kind of, there was a Sith ghost around kind of dealing with some things. I would want to see it that, not just like, hey, I'm Vader. You're doing it wrong. Like, I wouldn't want that. <laughs> All right, yes, you don't want lazy coach Anakin. Yeah, like, yeah. Nah, bad, bad idea. Jennifer, what, what do you want out of, out of, do you want him in episode nine? And if so, like, how do you want him to benefit the story? I don't need him in episode nine. I go to Ryan Johnson's answer where right. it's like, you know, sometimes it just it just doesn't fit or there's too much else going on. Uh, let's just not go there. Um, th- I remember that they actually did some concept art of bringing Anakin Force Ghost back. Yeah. And they did it in a cool way where it was like uh, Hayden Christensen with this, you know, this cloak, black mm-hmm. cloak, and like half of his face was the Vader mask mm. and the other half was Hayden Christensen's face. That's kind of, Interesting that duality. I don't know yeah. how that would play out uh, yeah. or what that would bring to the story. Like he can't ever quite. He can't just be like, "Hey, I did my redemptive thing and I ended the Sith and I fulfilled mm-hmm. the prophecy mm-hmm. and now cool." Like, but he can <laughs> never shed. He, it's like carrying your chains, like yeah. Jacob Marley. You know, oh, yeah. like carrying Jacob your Marley's chains, chains around, yeah, yeah, with your with you always. Mm. Oh, so. that that would be that's great because yeah. that's basically what Luke said to Kylo. If you strike me down in anger, I'll always be with you, just like your father. Oh, right. That's a straight-up Dickens line. Ooh, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I really actively want a Force Ghost version of Anakin to appear in Episode Nine. Okay. I'm going to go way out here. Got with, it. Like, I do like the story that maybe he's never appeared before. Like, he can, and he right. has never had the right situation, or he hasn't, because I do feel like he would have appeared to Leia. He would have appeared to Luke. He would have yeah. done something. But uh, I would like it because it might help bring the saga full circle and make all of these films at some point about Anakin, Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. the chosen one since we're beginning with him. Uh, And since it's been a generational story and the story of the sequel trilogy has partially been like let go of the past Mm -hmm. and or learn from the past, like Leia's wanting to be mindful of, hey, the Empire's coming back. Should we do something about that? the government and everybody's right. like eh, let's just <laughs> ignore it so I, I feel like he would uh he would uh embody all of those themes by coming back to kylo and saying we can't just keep doing this this can't just be a cycle mm-hmm. this has to end now i don't want you to do this i shouldn't have done this you have to stop to me would be powerful it, it would carry weight which would which is how i guess to my original is that that's what i would want it to me this isn't just throwaway yes. it isn't just cannon fodder literally like it's yeah. it's like <laughs> i want it just i i think the yoda moment was a great example of how, why it can uh, why and how it should work 
You know, like it wasn't just there's Yoda. No, it it carried weight to the story, and it mattered. Yeah, that's what I want. And yeah, and I trust the creators, but I think sometimes in this fan fiction world. That it just be like the ghost of Vader appears. Well, why? Because the ghost of Vader appears. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, and it's understandable to just get excited and say, "Look, creators will do whatever." Yeah. But yeah, you do. You have to ask why you want a thing. Yeah, like oh, oh, oh. Wait, so Force Ghost Vader <laughs> or Anakin appears to Kylo Ren and basically says, "You need to turn back to the light. You're still in it. You need to turn off your lightsaber. Yeah. You cannot sacrifice yourself for anything because the true redemption is be alive." Yeah. And deal with all the damage you caused. Don't I do got it. out of it. Yeah. You don't get to get out of it. Yeah. You got to stay alive and deal with it. Ooh, I like that. That's yeah. Good too. Hmm. I like that. Uh, so moving on uh, to The Last Jedi a little bit, uh, there is this great shadow of Vader, those great mm-hmm. lines from Snoke, and a question that we've been getting asked a lot is, do we think Snoke truly admires Vader in that speech when he's saying uh, he saw something truly wonderful, you could be a new Vader, or is he just manipulating Kylo? Yeah. I think that Snoke believes that Vader is a legend, but I don't think that he really cares. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like he's like, ooh, an, an admiration. He's He recognizes it, and he is going to use it for his own benefit. Okay. You know, it's it's really, it's just kind of like, yeah, he's an awesome player, but, <laughs> you know. So you think it's more about manipulating Kylo? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I think it's more on that side of it. I think he's very aware who Vader is. Because remember, it's, what we don't know about Snoke, and what is intriguing about Snoke and what I hope we learn, is that he was watching, right? He yeah. was watching the Empire fall. He was watching Palpatine and Vader. So I think he I think he knows what Vader is. He knows he is a legend and knows maybe what he could have been and knows that Vader failed. And there was a failure on Palpatine's side, um, which ironically is probably the same thing Snoke fails in too. But yeah, yeah so I think it's, it's a manipulation with some truths mixed in to kind of pull Kylo in. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's definitely some manipulation there, but I also like the, I don't, there's no canon supporting this. It's just kind of what I like. Mm-hmm. I like the idea that Snoke is watching from far away. Mm-hmm. He's not subtle. He's got his gold robe. I wonder if he likes it. Like, for the first time in generations, this Sith is loud and proud. Yeah. Because Darth Sidious is hiding. Palpatine's trying to pretend to the galaxy that he's not a Sith Lord. And, you know, Darth Vader's out there just in broad daylight murdering (laughs) in a big, scary suit. I wonder if Snoke is like, damn, that's the way to be evil. Out right. and loud and proud. Right. That's cool. That's funny. <laughs> I want a guy like that. Be like that, Kyle. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so the other big yeah. shout out to Vader, Ken, uh, you mentioned that, that yeah. when Ray says Vader is known as the most hated man in the galaxy. That's a powerful line. How does that change our, our perception of Star Wars? Do you guys like that line? What are your, what are your thoughts? I, I like it because it's, it's one of those in-story reminders that we know what happened to Anakin. We know his journey. We know what happened at the end. We're there with Luke, but no one else is. And we grew up in the eighties, just kind of the Ewoks throw a party and everyone's like, Oh, by the way, that Vader guy, he's the father of these two and all, it's all good now. Uh, That's what I love about the new Canon. Yeah. And, uh, I'm sure it was explored in the EU, but I love now that we have this official answer that no, like when it was revealed, it was a political weapon used against 
Leia only six years before the Force Awakens. That they're related. Yeah, their blood, her bloodline is this. So I, I think Ray should have that view, and to me, it's the correct view. That he's the most hated man in the galaxy. Not he, he like was at one point, and then he did some cool. Didn't he kill Palpatine? That seems cool. <laughs> like no, it's a strong statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, in story. Yeah, I think exactly. I totally agree with that, and I love that it's the polar opposite of Luke, who is known as this this hero, this you know this legend good guy and that his father is the total opposite of that it's that whole yin and yang which is constantly throughout the saga mm-hmm. um and yeah that it's it mimics our relationship to these characters as the audience as well as recognizing mm-hmm. that in the story yeah right. yeah i just love the the way it uh supports that idea of uh, legend telling mm-hmm. in this yeah. entire galaxy like right. well, who, who did luke tell that started to blab because like only luke knows what happened on the Death Star. So I was like, did he just, that later that night at the party, like, Wedge, I'm going to tell you a real, real weird story. <laughs> you wouldn't believe what I've been through tonight. And then Wedge tells Nine Numb, and then yeah. Nine Numb gets drunk in a bar. But, I mean, clearly something, Blue, yeah. Yeah, something like that happened because she doesn't just know that he's the most hated man in the galaxy. That's yeah. easy to kind of like look up in the records yeah, yeah. of history. Yeah. But to know that Luke saved him. Right, and right, that, right. That is the general mm. galactic-wide knowledge that Luke saved, yeah. specifically the most hated man in the galaxy is part of what created this legend of he can do anything. Yeah, yeah, but I think it, it, it's part of his legend, right? Part right. of Luke's legend. So, you know, I'm sure I'd love to hear the, love to hear the facts that she knows, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, that right. maybe even Luke was even addressing that, like, ah, oh, yeah, it became a legend. Yeah, you guys thought I like, gave them gave him a, you know, a hug, and it was all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be something there, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think it's very interesting. I love that. Uh so, Ken, you brought this up as well. Do do we think Vader's castle is going to be in Episode Nine? And if so, who goes there? Yeah. Is it Kylo or is it Ray? I don't think I don't think it's going to be in there anymore. I, there would have been a time. Would have been a time I would have thought. Oh. Now, if we had got a little bit more into Snoke on screen, again, I'm happy we didn't. Yeah. All right. Don't at me. But <laughs> the Visual Dictionary definitely. You know that ring has rocks. Crystals, whatever, taken from beneath that castle or that Damn. location. There's something there. So I think we could. I just don't think we will. I don't know if it matters anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, but I would love to see it at nine. I would love for Ray to go there mm. and Kylo to follow her. They have the final battle there. Ooh. So that in some sense, you know, like you guys were saying, Anakin's presence is there. Vader's presence is there. Closing out the saga. Uh, I think that'd be really poetic. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, that's what you're pitching is great. We should we should tweet that up the chain right now. <laughs> no, because that makes it work for me on a again going like, do I want Vader's ghost? Yeah, but if it has reason, if the castle which was so cool, I could I'd love to spend some time on yes. that, that mm-hmm. castle on Battlefront Two. You know, walking around, finding the pictures Vader has hung. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if, if if Kylo does go set up shop, because as far as we know, correct me if I'm wrong, the First Order. The supremacy was kind of the home base, other than Starkiller Base, right? Yeah. There wasn't mm-hmm. a place that Snoke has said, this is our new course. Nope. No. So maybe Kylo's like, oh, I'm going to the castle here, Mustafar. Yeah. It's hallowed, hallowed ground for me as yeah. a Vader fan. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that could happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that would be interesting. Also, it could be interesting if Rey is just as fascinated as Kylo mm-hmm. was with oh. all of the back and forth of the, the Skywalker legacy. Right. And if she... Because I think what was a really interesting thing about The Last Jedi is it wasn't a lot about will Rey turn to the dark side or not. It was just Luke was mm-hmm. frightened for her when she was, when the dark side offered something in the right. cave. And she was like, sure. 
But there was nothing else toward the end of the film that really raised that question of, mm-hmm. you know, it was, I guess, will she join Kylo? But that didn't seem like that, that very internal, like, will you let your anger corrupt you? Right. Yeah, it wasn't straight up Jedi Sith, you know? Yeah. And it was like, yeah, well, yeah, will you be lured, lured in by Kylo, who we know is not Sith yeah. right now? Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I, I think if she goes there seeking answers or something, mm-hmm. learning more, mm-hmm. her own kind of training or study. Yeah. And you see know? what's up in that castle. That could make mm. some sense. I would like that. Yeah. I'd like that a lot. Uh Final question here. If Disney made a Vader's Castle Hotel, would you stay there? Oh, yes. yeah. I'm bored. Yes. Yes. I mean, yes. no pause. That castle they got, that hotel they got built now is yeah. already intriguing with like, you know, you got to, you're in adventures when you're just, you're just sleeping. You're part of a Star Wars adventure. <laughs> right, yeah. That right. castle in some way. I'd love to explore it. I'd yeah. love to see what's going on there. There might be some answers. Even yeah. if it's just a visual dictionary cutaway map book or something, Okay, I'd, I'd love to explore that castle. Would oh you gosh. take your fandom so far is to they have basically a bathing unit set up <laughs> where you could float in a big tube? I have some drowning fears. <laughs> I might pass on that. I'll be Vinay in that situation. Exactly, right, right. Yeah. I'm imagining, like, you know, the Imperial Guards, like, they're your, your bellboys. Yeah. Um, very goth, again. Yeah. Goth kind of theme. Black sheets. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Really evil Velvet. thread count. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Velvet silks. I'm seeing the tapestry yeah. now. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, red mint on the pillow. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you're staying, Joseph. Oh, you're yeah. You're packing up. So. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And the bathrobes would be just like a, like a black cloak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. With a cowl. Yes. Put yeah. on a cowl or something. Yeah. yeah, and they invite you to steal the towels. Because <laughs> yeah. it's evil. Please steal the towels. Oh, uh, well, so I- any final thoughts or, or questions of, uh, that you guys have about the future of Vader or Anakin in the saga, the long shadow? I just like that he is very present in the new sequel trilogy. Yeah. Uh, that his name is invoked for many reasons. It's discussed. It's there. I love that the mask is there and how they got the mask. There's a lot of questions we still might get answers for, but it it would be it would have been wrong if Vader wasn't there in some way, and mm-hmm. and that's why he still could be there. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't need all nine episodes to be about Anakin, but the first six, he's there a lot. Yeah, and it's not just I love Rogue One, but it's not just. He's there swinging a lightsaber. There's a shadow over the story with Vader. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anything yeah. else, Jennifer? I love how how Lucasfilm has been handling this character that we all love and we want to see more of, but they're giving us just enough so it works within the saga films, you know, like you're saying, looming over, but then they also give us the, what we've been wanting, you know, Vader hacking and slashing or whatever in yeah. Rogue One. So it's this beautiful balance that they're, they're giving us right. what we want. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was thrilled to see the death hallway in Rogue One because it's just just right for canon and reminds you of the power of Vader and I would love in episode 9 to see the true power of Anakin's redemption mm-hmm. with a little castle visit. <laughs> love that. Love that. What are your guys' thoughts about Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker? Including the big question, is there actually a Force Ghost Anakin or is that just us looking at Return of the Jedi and say, yeah, he got it. That's good. Maybe he disappears after that. Maybe he didn't quite learn. Maybe you know, they just were trying to make Luke feel better i don't know let us know reach out and give us your thoughts use hashtag force center join that conversation joseph we have people reach out to us all the time with these audience questions do you mind if i dive into them please do please do 
All right. Uh, this is uh, these ones, I believe, are from Facebook. Trenton Harrelson asks, with everyone pondering if Kylo lied, no one is considering what his vision regarding Ray's parentage, coming from Snoke, may have been. Uh, may, that his vision may have been false all along with the vision of Ray turning to the dark side. Will Snoke's deception be his legacy in episode nine? So basically, yeah, Kylo knows some stuff, but you know, maybe it's not true. That's a question we keep hearing. Um, and this could be something that Snoke did that will still be a factor into the story. Yeah. Mm. I think, I think the general uh, sense of Snoke manipulating Kylo, some things are true, some things aren't. I think that will definitely mm. carry forward. In terms of the actual vision, here was my take, or the visions, okay. that Snoke connected Ray and Kylo Ben. Mm-hmm. But then beyond that, their interaction is their interaction. Right. So I think that when they touched, I think it's a great, from a certain point of view thing, that they both saw the truth. Yes. And made assumptions about what the other's actions would be based on the truth. Yes. So Kylo saw that Ray's parents were no one, and he assumed that would drive her to join yeah. him. Mm-hmm. And she accurately saw... He will not bend to Snoke. He will defy Snoke. So, of course, he's going to turn to the light. Right. right. Yes. A lot of, lot of certain point of views going yeah. in there. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm, I think you're right there. So well said. I don't know. I, I mean, I, 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 I would like it to just be face value. I don't want mm-hmm. Snoke's um, – I don't want that to, that, uh, to kind of carry on into episode nine. I would like for her parents to just be no one. But that's just yeah. me. I know I'm in the minority. With I that. don't know about that. No, I, I think a lot of people are are, are there with you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I think so. It makes too much sense. It just makes sense. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, and, and the legacy is uh, the Skywalker legacy more falls uh, and falls away with Kylo. I think now. Right. Mm. Which isn't the best, you know. Which mm. is uh, which is it's complicated. Is why I like it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's a good question. Oh, that, yeah. That'd be very interesting if he came back to the light and then like. Mm. Have some kids now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Trent, for that question. Steve Harrison asks, if you could bring any character from the prequels, living or dead, into episode nine, who would you pick and what would their role be in the film? Would love to hear your guys' thoughts and keep up the amazing work, Steve, we intend to. So <laughs> we love the prequels here in large part because of the characters it introduces and the world building. So... Who would you want to bring back, Jennifer? <laughs> <laughs> I want Dexter Jetster. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I think a <laughs> visit to his diner, I could see Finn going in there looking for, you know, looking for answers. Oh, wow. And I, I just think it'd be awesome to see him back on screen. Am I, am I the only one again? I don't know. I'm on an island uh, I to mean, myself. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I, that Look. would be great. Finn in Dexter's Diner right? is inspired. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I, I think uh, Alex over Black Series Rebels just turned off the podcast uh, with Dexter, <laughs> right. Dexter's uh, Jester showing back up. But I think it'd be something there. Uh, it's not my choice, but the, the character um, of Coruscant, <laughs> if you think of that as a character, yes. I'd yeah. like to see that planet back in there. Um, so uh, do, do you have one, Joseph? I'm coming yeah. up with mine here. Uh, yeah, I would be interested in seeing a, a holocron of Mace Windu. Ooh. I think that would be fun because he's been another powerful Jedi who might have some lessons to teach about how much the Order failed. He might mm. be able to just kind of explicitly... Yeah. Say some stuff to to Ray, depending on the time and how they do it and all that. Uh, I would not mind seeing grizzled old Kitster that he's survived this whole time. (laughs) I just almost spit out my water. (laughs) (laughs) He could be on Coruscant. He could be in Dexter's Diner. Like, did someone mention Annie? (laughs) Turns around. Anakin Skywalker. Little Annie. I got a tale to tell. 
Oh, boy. Yeah. Or Camino or any of the uh, Caminoans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some uh, of the lo- locations, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, again, are kind of characters enough. I, you know, there's a lot to choose from. There's, there's, you could think of funny answers or uh, funny answers with some uh, poignant layers to them. Um, <laughs> I'm, I was thinking of like, do I want Bib Fortuna back? You know, Ooh, I yeah. survived. Uh, you know, I wasn't, didn't really die. I jumped off the cell barge. Uh, but let me tell you about the Boonta Eve classic. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, uh, could they ever pull off? Something like Jar Jar Binks. Oh Could they ever oh, find wow. a way yeah. to pull that off and not have the entire fandom collapse on itself? I don't think so. I think you want to avoid it. But Wendig did it in a very interesting way in Aftermath. And I'll go right to it and say I would like to find an old, because we don't know how long those Gungans live. Yeah. Mm. An old, almost... So heavy set, now he's like boss ass Jar Jar Binks <laughs> telling some tales of young Annie. Oh, wow. That carries some lessons. I would be game for it. Yeah. Oh That'd be ma- Wouldn't it be amazing if films could add scenes later in the release? Like, they let you just see episode nine, so the only thing that people are talking about is not Jar Jar Binks. And then you go right. back to see the movie three weeks later, and like, suddenly there's a Jar Jar Binks scene. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that for Ahmed Best, the actor. Yeah. Sure. You know, that'd be great sure. for him, too. Sure. So I don't know. I just I just I'm in that mood today. Just wanted to go right. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe pop up in rebels. As always, we like to take uh, some questions from our Patreon supporters. So we're doing that right now with a couple here to close the show. Alex Lloyd says at the end of the Force Awakens, Kylo Ren left his helmet on the bridge of the oscillator before before Poe blows it up. Did Huck stop by the ruined oscillator to pick up that helmet on the way to rescue uh, Ren? I'm wondering how he has it at the start of the Last Jedi. I know the answer is quote because take that ridiculous. Thing off is funnier than quote. I'm glad you left that ridiculous thing back at Starkiller Base. <laughs> but there is, is there a canon reason we nerds can cling on to? And I think it's a fair question, Alex. Absolutely. Talking logistics. <laughs> Talking logistics. I don't know. Yeah, I think either multiples. Either he's got multiples mm-hmm. of those, which kind of weakens them to imagine he's got a Fred yeah. Flintstone closet of the exact same helmet. Uh, right. he, this is I was wearing my Tuesday helmet on Starkiller Base. <laughs> it's my Thursday one I right. smashed. Uh, I really like the idea that the, the whole planet is bursting apart. Mm-hmm. Hux rescues Kylo and Kylo's like, my, my helmet! <laughs> and makes Hux go back there. Go back and get it. For the helmet. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, Jennifer? <laughs> I love that. Do you have an answer to this no, I, tough logistics question? Because it's tough. It's very it tough. I would ask Ryan Johnson on Twitter. He might respond. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Ah. I think because the novel of Force Awakens, which we know has you know some things that don't count now, yep. mm. um, addresses a little bit not this, but the issue of Hux going to get oh really Ren. Like it's more like get a shuttle type of like you you understand because that's one of the questions I had too. It's like even Phasma survived. She's got to get out of that trash compactor and she's got to sort. And that's what that comic answer. It's like boom, that planet's going right. Yeah. Right, it's blowing up and it blows up fast as Real planets fast, would, yeah. I guess. Um, <laughs> Science, but it's breaking apart. You know, you got enough time. People are evacuating, and you know, um, so there's a there's a little window that I think, though, I think it's possible that Kylo, before he chases after them, 
grabs it. Uh, and that we just don't uh, see him oh, dropping nice. it in the forest. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got a little box lunch and a helmet. And he's going to come back there after he kills Ray. And he's just like, I'll come back for this. And maybe it's right then and there when Hux uh, and his team show up. Okay. That might nice. be the only thing. Other, other than that, we do have a weird logistical canon question that's yeah. lingering out there. I think that's yeah. probably the best canon answer. Yeah. Just He be- dropped it right out of frame in the forest. Yeah, because, because Fred Flintstone helmet, like you just said, it's accurate. It, w- it wouldn't be the same to me. Right. Yeah. It wouldn't be the same if he's like, I got a bunch of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Final question comes from Thomas Shallan. He says, imagine you're a professional racer in the Star Wars universe. Would you rather compete in the Boonta Eve Classic or the Fathier races on Canto Bite? The pod race pays more, but it's more dangerous while the Fathiers are located on the picturesque Canto Bite. The choice is yours. It almost seems like he's uh, leading us to one answer here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is a hard one. I, you know, I wanted to answer pod race, but I think I would die mm-hmm. uh, in, in a blaze of not much glory. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because some, some of the ways those pod racers go out, shameful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shameful. Uh, so I think I would do the Fathier races. Uh, I've read uh, three out of the four stories of that Canto Bite novel. I'm going to yeah. finish the last one. It's painting a really interesting picture of Canto Bite of how many people people get stuck there right. and then they have they have to basically just suck up to some rich and powerful person and how many yeah. businesses there that aren't casinos mm-hmm. so i there's for sure some room for entertainment so i think i could get by doing some star wars stand up on canto bite after i <laughs> fall off a of father and break my hip it's a good sitcom jennifer yeah the, the fathers i love i love them so i just want to be able to pet one and then win or lose <laughs> i get to drink champagne in the casino with my yeah. buddies yeah. Well, that's a win Right. I'm all in. It's a clean sweep for the Bothiers. Look, I, I do love the Padre scene. I think it's great. I love the characters. I love the pomp and circumstance. I would quadrinaros out of there. I'd die. <laughs> I would die. I just can't do it. I, I'm 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 not a bad driver, good driver, but I'm a careful driver. Yeah. You know, I don't have that need for speed. So I would go and I know there's a lot of negative things going on at Canto Bite. I understand, mm-hmm. but I love Las Vegas. There's a lot of horrible things going on at Las Vegas. <laughs> but I still go once a year and drop some money. So I'd see your comedy show. <laughs> uh, I would be hanging out there. I wouldn't be a great father race racer, but I would go there. Nice, nice. All right. Guys, that is it. Thanks for your questions. That is our episode for this week. Digging deep into the legacy of Darth Vader in the current Star Wars times and taking your questions. We appreciate it. You can follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pub. Our Facebook page is Force Center Podcast. Support us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Force Center. We have merch available at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. We have that new Ewok shirt. It's on there. Podcast is available on many platforms, including Podomatic, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Tune in and iHeartRadio. And and speaking of Apple Podcasts or <laughs> iTunes, if you're still like us, born in a different decade there, Joseph, that's our featured goal right now. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we want as many ratings and reviews as we can get. We've been doing really well. We're up over 300. Uh, we, we're releasing a, uh, a, we released a, a special episode of Databank Brawl featuring main characters from Star Wars because of getting those ratings and reviews up there. And there's mysterious algorithms of iTunes, Apple Podcasts. It really helps us uh, get seen by a lot more people if we keep getting those ratings and reviews and keep them coming. So please do. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. 
Absolutely. We appreciate it. We appreciate the growing audience, the additional ears. We love it. We're going to build this community with you guys. And Jennifer, you got a lot of things going on. Yeah, if you're into Star Wars fashion or DIYs, uh, you can check out my blog, JennyLanda.com, J-E-N-I. All the social media sites, at Jennifer Landa as well. And speaking of comedy shows, Joseph, you know, yeah, you do some comedy, I do, so you can come on down to Canto Bite. Uh, no, I've been doing doing shows all the time. Uh, got some more coming up. I'll be at the Gallifrey One Doctor Who convention. You can always find out about my shows on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. Check out that live shows page. While you're there, why not hit the tab that links to Bandcamp and buy some of my comedy albums? And you can also find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram, in particular, is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow me at Catnaps. I've got my show Daily Thrones on Anchor, where I talk about Game of Thrones every possible day. That is it (laughs) for now. We'll see you next time. So for Darth Vader and his good buddy Kitster, may they meet again. We'll see you guys next time here on Force Center. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.